Hello everybody. So if you're listening to this, you are either on my Instagram live right now or you're on my Facebook live right now. Saying that, if you're on neither of those and you're still listening to this, you are watching or should I say you are tuned into the Momentum's podcast Fat Loss Secrets. So welcome to the show. Today what I'm going to talk about is a topic that I had a lot of people actually ask me because of the actual journey that I'm going through right now. So for those of you who don't know what I'm actually going through right now, I'm actually going through a kind of a body recomposition phase because I'm turning 30 in 24 weeks and three days and I want to be in the best shape possible because I honestly, it's a pride driven thing. I've had a lot of people go, oh, once you hit 30, things are downhill from here. I'm like, no, no, it's not. So I'm really sharing that journey through my vlogs on YouTube. If you're not already watching or subscribed to that, you should definitely check it out because I think you will enjoy it. Um, it is basically sharing the journey of how I'm changing the body, training, eating as well. Um, but it's not about the perfect journey because I show you exactly what's been happening. And for those of you who don't know, last week I actually hurt my back. It was pretty severe. Um, but then I took the time to still train what I could I did my rehab the best I could, I rested the best I could, and there's always something that you can do. Don't get me wrong, I'm a bit of a suki suki la la when I hurt my back too, but there are lots of things to do. So a question that I got asked um, during this time was, what's the ideal fat loss rate that you're looking for? And the reason why this is such an important question is because a lot of people who I do meet, hello Liam. Um, always go, look, I want to lose weight, I want to lose fat, it's not fast enough, I'm not getting the results that I'm looking for. Well, here's what I tell people, okay? Because I don't want you going through just these fad diets where they say lose 12 kilos in 12 weeks. What I want you to do is focus on what you can do and also set yourself up for success. Because if you're going into a 12-week you know, weight loss phase and you're expecting to lose 20 kilos, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure. And that's exactly what we don't want. We want to manage your expectations, but also look after you long-term as well. So the rate that we tell a lot of people to lose fat or lose weight is roughly about 0.5 kilos per week on average. Now the key word here is on average. So if we have someone who wants to lose 20 kilos, we say half a kilo is going to take about 40 weeks on average. It doesn't mean that you actually lose 0.5 kilos every single week. It actually means that you may actually lose one kilo in the first month, then nothing in the second month, then you may gain a kilo in the second, third month, and then you might actually lose four kilos in the fourth month. The reason why is because nothing's actually linear when it comes to this phase here. Um, and also a lot of factors can change as well. Now for a majority of people, you're more than likely going to be building muscle before you're actually going to lose fat. That's just the general factor for a lot of people. The reason why is because you will more than likely, especially if you're asking the question, how much fat should I lose at what rate? You're more than likely a beginner and you're more than likely not trained or seasoned as a trainer as well. So maybe you're not exposed to resistance-based training the way that we do things at Momentum. And honestly, I think a lot of people are going down this track. Um, and this is why it's going to help you long term if you haven't already. This is a podcast. My brand is literally all about building muscle so that you can actually go through these fat loss phases in a more comfortable state. 
your metabolism starts to increase, your body starts to actually build, you actually have shape, figure, and then we can start to decrease body fat with a high metabolism without you suffering, which is always a good idea, which means you get to eat more food as I swing around this pencil in front of the cameras. I apologize in advance. Hi, David. Thanks for joining us, by the way. So yes, the rate is 0.5 kilos per week on average, but there are a lot of processes that you need to actually follow before you just go with the rate. Because if you're not having these processes on the back end, you kind of just, well, uh, I don't know. I like to say licking bus stops and hoping that you actually lose the weight. We're not going to do that here. We don't do that here. We want you to actually have good habits, okay? Like anything that we do, you can get the quick result, but you actually haven't discovered what's actually working. You just kind of got lucky. And then what happens is, oh, you associate it what it might be with. So for example, I get a lot of people who go, oh, I lost all this weight, but that's because I didn't eat this, I didn't eat that, I didn't eat that, I didn't eat that. But really what it was is caloric deficit or training regularly or sleeping better or not being stressed. But they associated the direct correlation and causation, which we all know correlation does not mean causation. You need to know the theory behind it. And these are the three things you need to know. So the first process is actually exercising frequently. Now, the biggest mistake when I say people who exercise, they think they need to exercise every single day. Please stop exercising every single day. Don't get me wrong, there are two ways that you can do this by exercising every single day. You either can exercise um, with less intensity more frequently across the seven days of the week so you don't burn yourself out. It's a true thing. It does happen. Or you exercise harder and longer for less days of the week so you have the offside of recovery. But there's only so much you can fit in before your body cannot recover all that accumulated fatigue or that compounding fatigue. This is why we tell people you need to have your rest days. And to a certain extent, especially when you get to higher levels or even intermediates, or this is the reason why people don't get into intermediates or why reason a lot of people do not get results in the gym, is because they think they just need to keep pushing harder. At times, it's about how hard you actually recover before you go into your next efficient workout. And most injuries, believe it or not, or most reasons why people stop, it's due to fatigue. We don't know how to manage it. We don't know how to measure it. And that's why they stop. But, you know, at the end of the day, you could just blame it because exercise is just not for me, right? We don't want to be that person. So how do you start exercising frequently? Well, we've got solutions for this. Start timing your schedules properly. Actually start timing it. The reason why I'm saying this so, so well is because I'm really good at planning my workouts. But I'm not so great when it comes to taking this mindset of exercise as my first priority into other aspects of my life until I started to think of it. So maybe you have kids. Maybe you're a teacher. Maybe you're a project manager. Maybe you have to manage something else outside of your life. And you're like, I need to actually make sure I make time for this. You might be a gamer. You're like, hey, look, my raid happens here on a Friday at 7 p.m. every single Friday. It goes in my calendar. Now, why don't we take that mindset and put it into your exercise workouts? Periodically, once a week, grab your diary. I need to do three days a week of 30 minutes. This time slot right here is my 30-minute workout. Grab your phone right now. 
have a look at your screen time. See how much time you spend on each app. See if you can find 30 minutes. If you need training on this one, and don't be like, don't be afraid to admit it. Just DM me and I'll give you a video of what we do with our members inside our Momentum group and how you start to schedule your time. Because I had to make this for multiple parts of my life that was not training and it was a very expensive lesson. So I thought I wanted to share it with you guys and you would benefit from it as well. Now, so the first part is exercise frequently and make the time to do so. The second one is hit your food. Guys, ladies, everybody out there, you don't want to be going into just a fat loss phase with the least amount of food. No, you don't. You want to go into a fat loss phase with the most amount of food. And if you want to be able to do that with muscle gain as well, you want to do it with the least amount of food. Because anyone, any Wally out there can tell you, hey, look, just need 800 calories. Just need 1,000 calories and sit in the cardio machine for hours and then it'll work. You happen to be the person who's chucking everything in and getting a result and calling that science. You're not. You're just overestimating everything. It's not a great thing. There's a difference between optimal and maximal. We always want optimal or minimal dosage. Because the funny thing is, and believe it or not, I just talked about it before, fatigue management becomes a big thing. If you start to eat the least amount of calories, if you start to maximize the amount of exercise out of eating the least amount of calories for fat loss, you're going to hit fatigue a lot faster. You're going to feel it. And I hate this analogy, but it's probably the best one. Analogy or metaphor. I don't know the difference between the two. But if you put a frog in boiling water, it will jump out. But if you put the frog in the water, and you slowly turn up the heat ever so incrementally, that poor thing is going to die. And it won't feel it. So that's the same thing as, I don't know, that's a really poor thing to say. But it's the same thing as what happens with the changes that you do with your body. Do it small, do it incrementally, and then review it if it's too much over time. So how do you hit your macros? How do you hit your caloric deficits? Well, first of all, you should know what your macros are. If you don't know who it is, what it is, um, you can go into a calculator online, test it out, see what works, make sure you're measuring it correctly. If you don't know how to do that, DM me right now on Instagram, Sean.Momentum, or comment on this um, post or send me a message straight after this Instagram Live or Facebook Live. We have some guides that can help you how to do this and how to use my fitness power effectively. And it's honestly a matter of learning things. And I had people who go, yeah, I eat so much protein. I have like three bananas a day. Great job. Guess what? Bananas don't have protein. So we don't know what protein is. That's 101. You need to understand what protein, carb, and a fat is from here. Hi, Frank. Thanks for joining us. And then from here, it's about actually having a plan on how to hit it. Now, I don't believe in creating meal plans for people. I think everyone has the ability to do so if you spend the time to do it. But this is what I do in terms of my own meal plan. Now, you don't have to follow this to the T. You shouldn't anyway because it works for me. But you can always sit down with a professional to be able to help you out with this. And dietitians and nutritionists who specialize in fat loss can help you with this, as well as also really good nutritional coaches too. So this is what I do. For my plan A, I always like to go, all right, I need to hit 180 grams of protein. That's the hardest thing to hit. So I go, okay, plan A in the morning, I'm going to have eggs. Then after my workout, I'm going to have a protein shake. 
For lunch, I usually split my lunches into two. 300 grams of chicken, 300 grams of chicken, 300 grams of beef, 300 grams of beef, wherever it might be on the day. And then for dinner, I also have another set 50 grams of protein, whatever meat it might be. And then if I need to, I'll top it up with a protein shake. Now, I happen to have one of these as well. This is my plan B. My plan B is protein bar, protein shake. If I don't have any food prep, I've got food prep inside my freezer. And I'm not talking as if I am always cooking and freezing stuff. I actually do buy frozen foods from Coles, Woolworths, My Muscle Chef. There's so many things out there that you can purchase in nowadays. And they're so affordable compared to going out and eating them and buying food and guessing what kind of takeout there is out there. You can control that. I'll take one or two of those boxes. I've got these lovely, and if you're on my screen at the moment, I've got protein bars lying around in my clinic, at my work, in my car, my gym bag, and I have them ready for me as well. And then also got cans of tuna sitting in the pantry as well at my work, at home. I've got anything that I need to be able to hit my macros for protein to the best of my ability. And this is where a lot of people might fail. They go, oh, plan A, done, can't do it. You know what? Throw it out. No. Another saying I hate is throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Oh, it doesn't work. I'm just going to chuck it all out. If one of your tires in your car is popped, you're not going to go around and stab the other three, are you? You're going to find a way for it to be able to work. So think about how you can control the controllable. It might not be perfect. But it's better than going, oh, I don't have food. Oh, you know what? Hell, let's go get McDonald's. That's the only thing I have. I also tend to tell people there is also a better choice, even if McDonald's happens to be one of the only places in the area, right? You don't have to get fries. You don't have to get full sugar Coke. You can get water. You don't have to get the deep fried chicken. It's always grilled as well. So there's still better choices in every single aspect depending on how you see things. And that's totally up to you. No one can actually tell you what to do. But that's just a suggestion. And that is a, this, is, this is me educating you, I guess, at the end of the day. I'm not going to sit here on my high horse and tell you, haha, don't eat that, I don't drink that. I just tell you I'm not going to eat a lot of it or drink stupid amounts of that. So I really want you to understand what can you do if your foot hurts, go do some push-ups. Go use machines. Once again, I'm not going to boast about it, but I am going to let you guys know when I did hurt my back, it was excruciating painful. But I went to the gym and did some machine work instead. I was pretty happy about that. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to give myself a pat on the back, but because no one else is going to do it for me. <laughs> but there's the things that you want to try and look at, okay? So hit your macro, hit your macros and get a scheduled plan. If you want a training on how we do this, just DM me right now. I've got some videos where I'll explain this to all of my clients, how to make a plan A, B, C, D. Um, I do plan ahead quite a bit. You can ask my wife that one. The third one that you want to do is, obviously you want to try and find a 0.5 kilo fat loss per week on average, but not everyone can measure fat. Now, fat is very hard to actually measure, might I add. Because it's not just by the scale. Scales measure mass. Mass is weight and reaction towards a floor with the act of gravity. Some engineer would tell me if I'm wrong or physicist. But to measure fat, we have body comp scanners. We have hydro... I can't remember what it's called now. 
some sort of measurement through hydro. But the thing is, they're still not 100% accurate. DEXA scanning is another one, but who wants to go through DEXA and radiation all that time? So what's a really reliable way for us to be able to measure fat loss? It's going to be a compounding effect of many things compounding. It's a com- combination, might I add. Compounding is the wrong word. So my favorite one is obviously using photos. I track a lot of my weight by weights on the scales, but I like to track my progress and my appearance by photos. Now, some people will go, oh, but it's really hard for me to be able to do that. I understand. And I do want to think of it as a positive journey. And I guarantee you'll thank yourself in the future. If you can take those photos and you'll see it in six months time, if you can tick everything from hitting your exercises, hitting your macros appropriately, you will see progress in the photos in six months time and you will thank yourself in the future. You'll be, it's delayed gratitude. Instant consequences for delayed gratitude. The more you say that, the more you believe it, and the more you actually think this is going to help you out. The second one, if you don't like to do it, is then by how your clothes feel. I've got a lovely story, by the way. One of my clients earlier this week, she was always telling me that her weight was not changing on the scales. Sean, it's not changing. Sean, it's not changing. Trust the process. Just follow. Just get those ticks every single day. Hit your macros, hit your steps, hit your exercises when you need to. So she came back on Monday and she goes, Sean, I can finally zip up the dress. This is the second person who's told me this this year. So that's pretty cool. I was like, good, so your clothes fit now. She goes, yes, I didn't think it was going to happen because my, my weight on the scales have never changed. Don't worry about that. Okay, the number on the scales is just a reflection of, once again, gravity. But think about how your body is actually made of. Make the weight count. Don't count the weight. Oh, that's very deep. Thank you very much. Give me a thumbs up in somewhere up there in the lives. So indirectly, you're also um, measuring your measurements. So if you want to get, you know, measuring tape, I've stopped doing measuring tape for a long time now because I've realized that I'm not great at it. And unless you have someone like a tailor who could help you with it or a, a PT as well, personal trainer, who's really good at landmarks, but daily fluctuations happen, weekly fluctuations happen too. So I personally do not like using measurements. What I do is I use a combination of photos. I also use my body comp scanner every now and then. To be honest, I haven't used it in this video yet. I use a weight. And I also like to use strength in terms of training. How am I feeling? How am I going? So hopefully this answers a lot of questions for you guys. A lot of people go, yes, I need to lose 12 kilos in 12 weeks. And I say, no, probably going to take you closer to six months to lose that. But we can give you the better appearance, better feel, better feel of your clothing and get you in the right direction for long-term success, not short-term success. Because the irony is a lot of people who look for short-term success end up trying to fix the problems that they keep doing because they keep jumping programs and no one can actually help them. And I'm not preaching to the converted here. If you're listening to this, I don't need to say this, but I don't really waste a lot of time with people who can't learn. And I appreciate the fact that everyone who is listening, watching, consuming all the information that we have, you are willing to learn. And this is why I do what I do because I'm here for you guys. I'm not worried about the other people out there who want a quick fix or who want the shortest program to be able to get the best results or who want the easy way out. 
I want everyone who is knowing and accepting that it's going to be hard, knowing and accepting it's not going to be perfect, knowing and accepting that even if something does happen, they still communicate and go, okay, what's the next thing that we can focus on? Even if it means you cannot exercise efficiently, but you can do something with the nutrition, mindset, timing as well. So thank you so much, everybody. If you found that that was really useful, um, please just give us a thumbs up on um, anywhere because this is if it's on podcasts, I would appreciate if you could leave us a review on our Apple podcasts. On Spotify, you can rate us as well. If you're listening to this on Instagram Live or Facebook Live, I appreciate it if you could uh, give us a well, thank you for the, the love heart on Instagram Live, whoever that was. It doesn't tell me who it was. Oh, Melina, thank you very much. And um, that's all really. Like, I think the biggest thing I want to do with what I'm doing at Momentum is, although we all love to be able to look and feel great, it still happens to be a choice in our inside us. Because you could have a million bucks, but you can't be happy unless you choose to be happy. Same with this exercise thing. As much as I love everyone to be able to you know, feel happy, first we've got to be happy with the journey. Because a lot of it is... No, I'm getting real deep here. I probably shouldn't be in this area. But it is a reflection of how we want to choose to see things as well. I'm going to leave it there because it gets too deep and I'm just going to blabber now. But I appreciate everyone who is on here. um, And I want to help as many people as I can possible. Especially those who are willing to learn and accept that difficult things can take time. Um, But yeah, thank you very much for your time. If you guys want guides on food that's going to help you lose fat and taste good... Head over to the link in my bio on my Instagram, that's sean.momentum, or DM me. If you want training on how to make a plan A, B, C, D to hit your macros, um, also DM me as well. Or if you want um, a time scheduling training, how to actually block out time, as weird as it sounds, admit it, it's okay. Um, Send me a DM, I'll give you a link to that training as well. Um, Like I said, I'm just giving a lot of stuff to see what I can do to help a lot of people out there. I really want people to understand that exercise isn't physically as hard as you think. It's pick up a dumbbell and put it back down. I'm sure anyone out there has done harder things. But how do you do it for a long time? And that's what I want to do. Um, People will always brand me as a bit of a muscle head. But really, I'm just a guy who just likes to smile a lot. So have a great day, everyone. And uh, if you have any questions, send me a DM. This was a really good question that was sent to me. Um, So I spent the time to create a podcast to help anyone else out there as well. Take care, everyone. Have a great day and keep building momentum.